Hey, this is Mark. And this is Kendrick. And this is Movies in Black and White. What are we talking about today? We're talking about a movie called Underwater. I would hope we're talking about a movie. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the yeah. theme for our whole shebang here, Mark. Well, you know, you gotta surprise people sometimes. <laughs> but now the movie's Underwater, starring Kristen Stewart. Stewart. It was a very good, I think it was a good movie. I thought it was a little predictable myself. But it was a good movie. It was entertaining. Fast-paced and action from start to finish. It was very interesting. Like, yeah, it was predictable. But at this point, any type of movie like this is 90% going to be predictable. I mean, there was one scene, and we'll get to that later, where I was like, oh, shit. But it was very predictable up until that point. And I was okay with that. It was a very good movie. It was very atmospheric. Like, you got you into it quickly. I could have done without the voiceover bits. Like, yeah, it gave yes, a little nice little insight story. to her character. Right, correct. But I could have done without that. The acting, they had a really good cast. Like, a really, really good cast, and they all played well. Yeah, I think they did. I think they really uh, bounced off each other pretty good. It was believable that they had been working together for a long time. It was mm-hmm. believable that they had, you know... Well, if they didn't know the, each other, they knew of each other. But right. the, one, the ones that survived the first initial accident really did know each yeah, other. Yeah, they did. Real quick little summary on this movie. It was made by William Eubank. It was directed by him. Hasn't really done anything super noticeable. I mean, a movie called Love, which I've never heard of. Right. And The Signal, which that one sounds familiar. It's got Lawrence Fishburne in it. Yeah, it was a a movie that they had picked up a signal from outer space. Mm -hmm. It's a real big twist at the end. Okay. Because Lawrence Fishburne's character is actually... Part of the whole think he you think he's human being, but it's really a, he's part of a uh, alien oh conclave. Yeah, okay, it's pretty good. So good movie. It's not bad. Okay, it's not bad. Well, this guy's Saturday afternoon watch if you want to do it. This movie's not doing super hot right now at the box office. It's right. got a fifty to eighty million dollar budget. It's kind of a guesstimate right now. They didn't officially say, but right now currently it's sitting at thirty three point six million dollars. Right, which. That sucks. Like, and it was a it was a fifty two percent Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, it, it didn't do super hot with the critics. Oh, it's fifty fifty percent with the consensus saying underwater strong cast and stylish direction are enough to distract from the strong sense of deja vu provoked by this claustrophobic thriller's derivative story. Yes and no. I don't say I think it's derivative, but it is it is kind of deja vu because it pulls from a lot of those elements. It's very yeah. alien feeling. It's, it's very Leviathan. Uh, like I said, very abyss and, like you said, alien. You can throw all those in there. If you amalgamated all those things into one, that's what it would be. Oh, this movie's way better than Leviathan, though. Yeah, Leviathan. it is better than Leviathan, <laughs> but I'm like... Eh. Okay, I'm sorry. Did <laughs> RoboCop bank shot anything to anybody's Listen, mouth? Man. No, they did Listen not. This movie. Here, pal. <laughs> that was that, that ruined the whole movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> he literally just... Bank shot of that in there. Yeah. Full on basketball shot yeah, that shit. Like it. it was hilarious. So the cast is Kristen Stewart, Vincent Cassell, TJ Miller, Jessica Henwick, John Gallagher Jr. I'm gonna butcher the fuck out of this name. Mamudu, Athi, and Gunnar Wright. Obviously everybody knows Kristen Stewart of Twilight mm-hmm. fame. Right. Vincent Coates Cassell, he is a French actor, I believe. Very good actor. I've liked him in a lot of different things he's been He in. was in the Oceans movies. He yeah. was the the one that they went up against in Ocean's 12 and then yes. he was in the background of 13. Right. And then more recently he was in Jason Bourne. He was the mm-hmm. bad guy in Jason Bourne and another big notable film of his was Black Swan. Yes. 
So he's been in some good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Everybody knows TJ Miller at this point. He's yeah. in Deadpool and uh, Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Was he in that? Yeah. And then Jessica Henwick, she was in Iron Fist. And she was like yes. one of the highlights of that show. One Wait. of the very few highlights of that show. And then she was also, I found this out the other day, she was up for the role of Ray. Really? She auditioned for six months before Abrams finally decided on Daisy Ridley. Wow. Yeah, I did not know that. So I mean it was a, it was a really good cast, you know, good very enjoyable. They the banter, especially with T.J. Miller, and he's always gonna yeah, he was funny. Bring the comedy. His little bunny rabbit that he kept with yes. him that was that was cute. Snowball. It was yeah, the snowball. <laughs> it was cute. I will say there was a few parts where I was like, nope, fuck this, uh uh-uh. uh. There's a, there's a reason I don't go scuba diving or anything like that. You <laughs> never know what's in that goddamn water, and things ah. can move so fast. So like when they're sitting. The one scene that always bugged me was when they were sitting on that little buoy with a light buoy. Yeah. And you see the creature kind of like keep poking its head around and the yeah. eyes flashing. Fuck all that noise. I'm out. Oh, yeah. Uh-uh. But Too this much. is six miles. Seven miles. Seven miles, yeah. Out of the ocean. It's in the Marriott. It's, it's some kind of futuristic yeah. thing where they're drilling to the Earth's core. Exactly. And it's your typical, we dug too deep situation. Yes. The way the movie we starts out, though, is just Kristen Stewart's in a bathroom brushing her teeth. A lot of shots of her in her underwear and bra in this movie. It was surprising. Like, a lot, a lot of shots of that. Yeah, you know, like you said, it calls back to uh, aliens. aliens, you know, kind of Ripley-type mm-hmm. situation. But And I think that was almost what her character was going for at times, was, you know, that type of really strong female lead that, you know, was going to lead everybody out of yep. this danger. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I did give you that Ripley vibe. Not she's nowhere near as cool as Ripley though, but no, she did. They did a really good job of like showing them panicking and like, oh shit, oh shit, I'm gonna die. And then right. what was really cool was like, they're seven miles underwater, and they explained that's a lot of pressure. So their suits that they wear eight tons of per pressure. square inch. Yeah, of pressure. Yeah. So like the big one that you saw was one of the guys' helmets that he put on was cracked, and right. he knew it was cracked, but he gave mm-hmm. everybody else the good one. He was probably praying to God, please don't break, please don't break. Well, they killed broke. the black guy for yeah. what the heck is about? What's up, with dude? Just know. accept it at this point. Yeah, it always yeah, happens. Yeah. And then that rare movie where the black guy survives, you're like, hey! hey! But the his suit cracked and he just blew into pieces. I mean, it Joe, was an explosion. Horrible. Because they, well, their suits also have that battery pack that right. filters their air. So right. when that blows, it causes an explosion. But I was just like, oh my god, yeah. that was brutal. There's just pieces, parts of this guy all over the place. They had to want wade through it. Oh, it was, oh, wow. uh, it was there was some gruesome deaths. Yeah, like, oh they yeah, had really went for the gusto with some oh, of those. Yeah. T.J. Miller's death. Yeah, I was sad to see him go. I was like, please don't kill him. Ate I was him like, out of the suit. Yeah. I was like, I know he's gonna die, but please don't kill him. He's the he's the source of comedy in this. Please don't take right. him away. It's too early for this short movie. Ninety three minutes it was very short. It was a it was a that's but a it was good a movie. banger. I mean, oh, it, was, it was. I mean, that, if if one thing that I can definitely say was a great. Uh, positive in this movie is it was just go 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 from start to finish. Yeah, there was you not didn't a have any lag. No, yeah. when the slow parts were slow for a reason. It yeah. served the story Which... and they did it really well. Like it was, you could not have asked for a longer runtime right. on that movie. I it, agree. You couldn't even ask for a shorter runtime because it was just perfectly paced. Right. Now I, was, I will say, I from my own personal opinion, and this is just because where I saw the movie. I got taken out of the experience a few times, and this is where I get on my soapbox for a second. Anybody, and I repeat, anybody that answers their cell phone during a movie is the biggest piece of shit that ever lived. You should probably be shot for that. 
Unless it's an absolute emergency, which I know for a fact this asshole's wasn't because he answered his phone a grand total of three times during Jeez. the fucking movie. And you three know times. what I heard him say each time? No, I'm not busy, man. What's up? What's up, Kipasso? I'll go fuck yourself. Like, my brother had to stop me at one point because I was really starting to rage really hard. Like, I was about to go ballistic on this guy. That's crazy. You don't, you don't answer your movie or your phone during the movie. You no, just don't. I agree. It's the most it's just... rude, disrespectful thing you can do to people. I don't give a shit if you got your tickets for free, if it's discount night, whatever. If you have to answer your phone, leave. Yes, people pay leave money the to go watch this movie and no. enjoy the experience and get taken out of their world for a second and just enjoy a story. Long, you do not answer your phone. You do not talk. Hell, I don't even chew loudly when I'm in a theater because I am trying to be respectful to other people. The only thing I ask is people is respectful back. But some people don't think about it. And if you don't think about it, you're a selfish little asshole and you shouldn't go to the movie theater. Stay at home. Watch it on your little TV screen or your phone. Bastard. Oh, I was so pissed. Oh, and this has been a PSA. Oh, I was I was mad. But, well, yeah, so he was actually on his phone during the, one of the bigger scenes of the movie. Oh. And that's why it ruined for me. Cause, so th- the monster is this obviously aquatic monster and it's kind of humanoid. It's got razors and stuff. It's it's built for deep water stuff. Right. He's He's very transparent looking. Yeah. And he is a, they're vicious and there's a bunch of them. Like you think there's just one or two at first, but then it turns out there is a crap. And they did really good job building up the build up. They did to what this creature looked like. You heard the banging on the outside. And they're like, okay, that's not debris or that's not this. What the hell is it? And then they start seeing the humanoid creature kind of pop in and out. And you're like, oh, this shit's getting real. And then when you finally get a glimpse of them, you're like, "Mm -mm, uh -uh, no, 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 don't need that. And then when it tries, it, it opens, tries to open its mouth all the way and her whole that helmet. I mean, it eats oh. her whole. Uh-uh. It, 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 the, towards the end, it eats her whole, and she's got to shoot her way out of it. And it's just crazy. Well, then you find out there's a bunch of them. A bunch of them. And, and then and the and part and where this guy got on his phone at was when you realize it's not just a bunch of them. There's a Cthulhu-looking motherfucker up yeah. in this place. Yeah. And this dude <laughs> is huge. I mean, he yes. is ma- He's like Godzilla. He yeah, is the size of this thing. huge, and he is haunting looking. And then you realize these creatures are like parasites that just sit inside his skin and come out when it's time so, to hunt and feed. Yeah. Which was even more disturbing. Exactly. Oh my God, would I have shit a brick. Well, yeah, and they had to walk through basically almost a... A mile. Yeah, well... When they got actually to the last station, yeah, they had to walk through this dangling arms of all these creatures, creatures. and it was like, okay, no, they didn't walk; they crawled yeah. and while dragging a body, yeah, with it, a one body. of their buddies was Crazy. down. There were survivors though; mm-hmm. a couple made it out. Yeah, Kristen Stewart did not. No, her sacrifice was actually warranted, and it was pretty cool how oh, she yeah. how she did like. That was the one thing about those people in this cast that you really like is they cared about the other people and they weren't just out to survive. Like, there's always that one person in these type of movies that's just out to survive for themselves. Right. That was not the case in this movie. Yeah. From the jump, it was really selfless. People, uh, yeah. In action, yeah. Yeah, they were really just considerate human beings that were trying to make sure they could all make it. And then if something came up, like, one person knew they weren't going to make it. They weren't going to try to take the rest of them down. They're like, right. okay, hey, you get you going. Go. I'm going to take care yeah. of this. Like, the captain went out like a baller. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. Make sure that they didn't fall. I mean, it was... I am no ocean expert by any stretch of imagination. But the way they explained things and the way mm-hmm. it, it seemed 
Very logical. Plausible. Yeah. Very logical. I mean, the only thing that I would be like, okay, these suits would have to be just heavy as amazing shit, amazing to withstand that kind of pressure. Oh yeah. I mean, the I mean, when you look at uh, subs that go down that deep, I mean, they have you know little tiny portals that have twelve inch thick glass. Mm-hmm. So I mean, these suits, it's it couldn't have happened, but it was great for this movie because they were able to say, okay, they have to be outside. Well, it was definitely futuristic a little bit. I mean, it was still within the realm of this reality. Mm-hmm. But it was probably, let's say we started deep sea mining now, it would probably be about 50, 60 years in the future yeah, from now. Yeah, I agree with, with that. With the way technology yeah. evolves and stuff. But the um, the suits, that was the one part that really bothered me was when they first put on the suits, they had those cranes, those little... yeah. Uh, helping them put the suits on because they were so heavy and then all of a sudden when they get to another station they're taking them off by themselves yeah it's like, oh yeah it's finally just, it's like yeah. huh it's like, like how'd you do that, wasn't like? that like yeah. a you know 500 pounds just yeah. a second ago like how are you getting these on and off by yourself That's you know what problem. not even gonna sweat the logic i don't give a shit you're giving me giant monster and little tiny mo- i'm in yeah. whatever <laughs> who cares at this point but it was very it was very well done very well made it wasn't they did a really good job. Like, I was really worried that they weren't going to show the monsters too much. I was, too. That and then you really got some good... Like, like you said, one of them tried to eat her. And yeah. the way she got out of that was pretty cool. She blew it out from the inside with a gun that she had. It was a gun. It was a torch. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like a welding torch or something. It was pretty cool. They really did get a couple scenes of the big monster. And you're like... Mm-mm, 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 yeah, it's like you said. A Cthulhu-type creature kind of coupled with... It kind of put me in mind of the uh, Kraken and... Uh, Oh, uh, the remake of Clash of the Titans. Yeah, yeah exactly. not, not the old Clash of the Titans. Not the, the old remake, one, yeah. But the remake of Clash of the Titans. Yeah, really big and bulky. Had, it looked like it had multiple mouths. Yeah. But I have to go watch it. I have to freeze frame on that thing and just yeah, exactly. study it. Because it was wicked looking. Because it was, really of course, cool. dark and murky, but it was still uh, visible enough that you could see these. Well, they did a good things. job of keeping it lit up because they had those water uh, light boyus underneath mm-hmm. kind of like lighting the way to the next station right and it kind of like lit up enough of the area and they had the flashlights and stuff on them but that one monster attacked the last station that they were in trying to get to the escape pods to get back to the surface and the station lights were all up and you, you could see the monster in its full Correct. glory just hammering down on that station breaking it off section by section but Kristen Stewart really had the coolest send off in that movie too where she took not just the, all the little monsters out to give the people time to escape in the escape yeah, pods. The big one. And also, if anybody asks yeah. why she didn't make it out, the, there was only two escape pods, and she right. forced the other two to go without really them knowing until it was like. Well, the there last were three, second. but one was damaged. Yes. So they, you know, so there was the only two, two pretty much yeah. to make it work, and so she sacrificed herself by blowing up the whole station by getting the reactors to overheat, right, and blow up the whole station. And that was really cool how you saw the monster trying to escape the explosion mm-hmm. and it just swallowed him up. It was it was definitely worth seeing on a big screen because it gets you into the atmosphere. You're in a dark theater with a big screen and the music in that movie sold it. I mean, you know who did the music? Because I do. It's uh, Marco Beltroni. Or Beltroni? Beltroni, excuse me. He did the music for Wolverine and Logan, I believe. Oh, okay. I mean, let me double check. Yeah, he did... The music for Hellboy, Wolverine, Logan, Live Free or Die Hard, Terminator 3. Oh, nice. He did a lot of good movies. Yeah, I mean, I love... Good. Oh, and Snowpiercer. And 310 to Yuma. Okay. So he does a lot of good movies. And that Logan soundtrack was really amazing. So he's he knows his stuff. And he knows how to set the, the atmosphere and the mood <laughs> for a movie with his music. 
I always advocated this and I will preach it till the day I die. Good music or music, movie music in general, either make or break a movie. It can. It can. Oh, it absolutely will. I mean, exactly. there's very few movies you can't. where they're filmed well enough to where you could do it without music. Yeah, you can't set a tone e- yeah. properly without it. The music sells it no matter what you do. It could You can make a shitty scene really good depending on the music. The yeah. music will sell it for you every time. But as a whole, the movie was good. I think it's worth checking out on the large screen, especially on a discount night or something. Cinemark always has agree. those $5. I agree. I would, say, I would say that early show or discount night, something like that. Like I said, I believe it was a good entertaining movie because uh, i think you know you get a lot of action mm-hmm. a lot of suspense i mean honestly there were, there were definitely parts where it said okay what is gonna how are they gonna get out of this what's gonna happen next you know where's this crazy creature at mm-hmm. you know because i mean it's so murky and dark in there and it's like you get a flash of it it's like oh you know and there it is so yeah and then you get the full glory shot and you're like yeah no yeah. No, 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 I'm not. I don't think those things could rip through those suits and yank people out and mow them down. It was, they were tough little bastards. And like you said, they did a very good job making them tough, but also, yeah, translucent and very. They looked very, you know, weak and malleable, but they were the creatures that would live in that pressure Mm -hmm. and in that environment. So, well, it's not like they were unbeatable, kind of like how the alien was in Alien. It, these things were killable, and they made a point to show that they were killable. Yeah. I mean, the aliens are killable, but they're hard to kill. These yeah, guys were killing right. them with things that they just had lying around. Right. You didn't see that happen yeah. in the first alien. Now, granted, there was just one of them, and you couldn't kill him right off the bat. And what's the point in that? There's no fun in that. But it was a good movie. I mean, it was it was a lot of solid fun. They did set it itself up for a sequel. Did you catch that toward the end where they were showing during the credits yeah. the news clipping? They work for a company called the TN Corporation. It's TN, right? TN, that sounds yeah. about right. The TN Corporation, and they were covering it up and saying deep sea drilling was going to commence. That was just an accident. On another, yeah. yeah. I got the sinking suspicion that they were aware those creatures were down there, but from before, because oh, it seems like they've had those accidents before. I mean, it's yeah. your typical aliens situation where you have this big corporation trying to get their hands on these things and right. do whatever they can with them. I would love to see that sequel, whatever they do with it, to like, you know, how they have Alien and then Aliens, right? where it was like a totally different action genre type situation. Mm That would have been cool to see for this, but I think with its box office return, we will never see see that, unless something changes and it starts making some money, or DVD sales are through the roof. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I don't see that happening. Which is a bummer, because it was actually a good movie. Very, I, I will not say this often, but it was one of Kristen Stewart's very few good movies. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, she's she's eyed every now and yeah. then. She's no Robert Pattinson, that's for sure. Robert Pattinson kills. I think he's good. Just good. Finally watched The Lighthouse, and he was he was really oh good in that. Gosh, it was a rough movie, but it was. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, yeah, not nowhere near as crazy as that, but it was a good movie. Definitely, definitely worth watching. Yeah, Skeleton. What do you, what do you say? Hmm. I, this one's getting a six seven. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd give it about a six five myself yeah which is not often that i give something lower than you but right i think i need to watch it again in a theater where an asshole is not answering his phone like a giant prick <laughs> if that asshole is by chance listening to this and you know who you are go fuck yourself that's all i have to say <laughs> i'm at the cinema quite often you know where to find me <laughs> bastard yeah. all right well we're gonna go next we're gonna do bad boys right that's we got quite a few movies to get through next. We got yeah, we do. so we got this one done. Then we got Bad Boys for Life, which I'm really excited about. And then 
We gotta do our retro review for the month, which is the Lonely Guy. Correct. And then 1917, which I finally got to watch. Awesome movie. Oh, it's gonna be so good. All right. So that's what's coming up soon. So I hope you guys are having a good time, enjoying watching movies and listening to us talk about these movies. Quick little thing: we did start a Facebook page. It's out there, so we'll link it. Or anytime we have a new episode, we'll put it there, so everybody knows when one comes up. We're on Podomatic and Spotify, obviously. We're trying to get ourselves on iTunes, but we're having a hard time figuring that out. I'm still working on yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. So, you know, let us know what your things think. And if there's anything you guys want us to go see that we haven't gone seen or talk about that we haven't talked about, just feel free to let us know. Yeah, anytime. Any, any movie that, you know, you want us to review or whatever, just let us know on our Facebook page. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Please do. All right. Well, I've been Kendrick. And I'm Mark. And this has been Movies in Black and White.